In case you missed the big announcement on last week's episode, Themis Bar Review is now the official season sponsor for Legally NYC. You may be thinking, why is a bar review company sponsoring a podcast that is focused on law school life? Well, the easy answer is that Themis is so much more than just bar prep. Their resources for law school are second to none, not to mention they are free. They have law school essentials courses for 1Ls and for those in their 2L or 3L years. Each course features online videos, comprehensive outlines, and even practice questions so you can test your knowledge before it's tested on your final exams and eventually on the bar exam. If you haven't seen a Themis attorney rep on your campus and are looking for free law school essentials materials, sign up for it at themisbarsocial.com slash legally NYC. Besties and bitches, welcome back to another episode of Legally NYC Podcast. This is your host, Darren, as always. I don't know why I said that dramatically. Um, hey, what's up, guys? Okay, yes. I've been mm, flaky, you might call me, on the podcast episodes, but in my defense, um, I was getting settled into living in a foreign country. Um, But now I am a bit more settled. I'm getting like a more regular schedule (laughs) in place, you might say. Um, because the first like couple weeks, you know, I was like moving apartments. I wasn't in my permanent place, but I'm like all settled into my apartment now. I've been able to take some trips. Um, but yeah, so I'm back. I'm back. I'm going to do weekly episodes now to update you guys on what I'm doing here in Rome. But, um, you know, I'm always supposed to do weekly episodes. It just doesn't always happen. But this week, I'm going to record a couple. So then the next two weeks, I will have episodes for you. So today is, if you're wondering when I'm recording this, it is Tuesday, November 7th at 12.41 p.m. Rome time, which means back in New York and New Hampshire, it is 6.42 a.m. And I keep forgetting how early it is. So I'm like, why is nobody talking to me? Why are none of my friends answering my texts? They're sleeping. It's literally like just now becoming the morning for them. Like I just texted one of them and I was like, it's not even 7 a.m. He's sleeping. Texted another one a couple hours ago. I was like, they're, like there's no way Jane's awake right now there's no way in the world um so yeah that's one thing I keep forgetting but (laughs) not as bad as I was supposed to FaceTime with one of my friends a couple weeks ago and (laughs) she was like yeah we'll FaceTime sometime we had said the day but I didn't hear from her and I was busy I was like it's fine I'll talk to her tomorrow I wake up to a text that was at like "Mm, 2 a.m 3 a.m for me and she's like hey are you available now we're like in the next hour or so like bitch it's 2 a.m here so I text her back the next morning I was like girl (laughs) you had it backwards I'm six hours ahead not six hours behind um the past week though because daylight savings time ended a week or it started is this the start or the end fall back I don't know if it's called the beginning or the end but I think it's the end I don't know I get confused about like when it starts and when it ends like what is the real time when are we like in fake 
hour ahead or hour back time and which one is the real one. I don't know. I'm confused. Um, I think we should stop doing it because it just like messes with me for a few weeks until my brain is like, okay, this is the new time now. Like, why do we have to do that every year? Please. Why? Arizona ended it a couple years ago, I believe. And like, let's get on board with that, please. Uh, There was like a bill or something that was going to maybe be passed last year to have it ended. And then it just like, I thought it was happening. And then when it came around to this past spring, I was like, oh, we're still getting rid of that hour. (laughs) Okay, thank you. And it's always, when we lose an hour, it's always around my birthday. So when my birthday's on the weekend, sometimes I lose an hour of my birthday, which okay, fine. Or I like lose an hour of sleep like the next day after my birthday and like, "Mm, I'm gonna need some sleep after my birthday. Like I was probably out the night before. Um, But so it's just always around my birthday. So I'm, I'd like to get rid of it. I'd like to abolish daylight savings time because I know it used to really have a purpose back when there was like farmers and stuff because it had to do with like, you know, more daylight in the morning. So they had more time to like do things but now I'm thinking about why do we have to change the time though why wouldn't they just get up earlier wait no 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 it wasn't then oh no it was during world war one or two it had something to do with doing their like gardens at home so they had time to do it before work maybe but again why did we change the clock why didn't we just shift to the schedule I have a lot of questions about this. If anybody has more information, please let me know. I'm begging you. Send me like a link to a TikTok or something or a short article, not a long one. I won't read it. I'm not going to lie. Videos are better. Um, Podcasts would be okay. Um, I do like listen to podcasts when I walk around and stuff, but it would have to be like a really interesting way of saying it. Otherwise, I'll zone out. But video will keep me captivated. Short article. Okay, especially if it's got like little sections, like each one is only like a little paragraph. Um, I love that. I eat that up. Um, Anyway, that was four and a half minutes of me spewing, I don't know, kind of nonsense about the time change. So that's interesting of me. And I'm trying to remember where I was going with that. Where was I going with that? Oh, so the past week, um, my friends and family... How did I go so far off the rails? My friends and family were just five hours behind me um, instead of six hours behind me. So um, it was insane to, not insane. um, It was interesting when I would be getting up at seven and because normally it's like, you know, some of my family might be up still. Some of my friends might be up because for them it was just like 1 a.m. Like when my alarm goes off at 7.15, it's 1.15 a.m always wake at 1.15 unless I have to be up early like for school here which I'll I'll get to that shortly I'm gonna let you know how like school's going and classes are going um but anyway so for that like week when it was five hours and I'd get up at 7.15 and then my sister would still be up or like I would like go on my phone at like eight and say something I'd be like Shannon it is 3 a.m what are you doing awake right now she's like you need to stop asking that. Like, why do you always ask? Like, I'm always up. Like, okay. Okay, Shannon, go to bed. Um, granted, she does work like at restaurants. So like her hours are later. It's not like she has to get up like at eight. Like she goes in at like 10, 11, 12. I don't know what time she goes in at this restaurant she's working at right now when it's like a full day shift. Huh. Huh. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Um. Anyway, so... Daylight savings time. Fuck it. Am I right? I should put that on a shirt. Daylight savings time. Fuck it. Or just fuck it. Am I right? I feel like that'd be a good... I'm not going to put it on a shirt. If somebody else wants to, though, give me the credit. It was my idea. Okay. (laughs) 
Maybe somebody else had that idea. Daylight savings time, fuck it. I don't know. I feel like it should go out a shirt or a bucket hat. I would wear that bucket hat. Maybe a backpack? No. Oh, coffee mug. Like a um like a um blah, 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 like a tumbler, like a takeaway coffee mug. Here they say takeaway instead of takeout. Um like they call it like takeaway food. Like da portare via means to take out with me. And if I'm ordering like a coffee to go with me, I'll be like un cappuccino da portare via. A cappuccino for to take with me to take out with me, to take away with me, for to take, I don't know, um, my Italian is still not great, I'm not gonna lie, I am understanding more though, like I'm learning more words, I'm still trying to remember to do Duolingo, but I keep forgetting, because like in the morning I don't have time, because usually I do it like when I wake up, but like I'm not waking up early enough, I need to switch that, I keep being late to class, um, but anyway, okay, yes, yeah, so I am, I'm back, we're here, and today we're going to talk about other than daylight savings time, obviously. That was a cute little rant. Um, we're going to talk about what it's really like to study abroad in law school. Like, what am I doing? What are my classes like? What is the overall vibe? And like, how do I spend my time? Like, am I spending a lot of time in class versus studying this, that, yada, 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 blah, daddy 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 do. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And then my episode next week is going to be about my two trips that I took. I took one to Naples, which is Napoli in Italian. And I took a trip to Verona and Venice. I don't know what Verona is in Italian. Maybe it is just Verona, but Venice is Venezia. Um, so my next episode is going to be about those two trips. So if you're wondering what I did there, like my tips for traveling there, how much money I spent, I'll talk about all that fun stuff. I'm going to record that later this week. I was going to record it today. Like I was going to record two episodes today, but it's just simply not going to happen. I'll probably do the other one tomorrow maybe or Thursday because I'm done early on Thursdays. And do I have a class in the morning this week? I do. I do. Um, but yeah, I've gone places the past two weeks, so I think I'm probably not going to travel this weekend. I'll probably stay in Rome, maybe do something with my friends. Yes, I already have friends. Isn't that impressive? Um, but okay, let's, let's dive into the episode. Yeah, let's, let's do it. (laughs) Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, studying abroad in law school, 
What's it really like? When you see people study abroad in undergrad, you're like, oh, they're like not even doing anything. Like they might be taking, you can take like a class. Like I looked at study abroad in undergrad, um, bachelor degree, whatever you want to call it, or a normal four-year university degree. If you're listening, like if you're somebody in Italy that's listening to this or somewhere else, like our four-year university degree. So what you do right after you finish like high school. Um, or you could take time off and do it later, but the, the four-year degree. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I like looked through the course like offerings when I was looking to maybe go to Florence is where I was going to go. Of course, still Italy. Um, and like you could literally take a class that was like about like Italian food or like about Italian wines, like wine tasting and learning about like the history of the wines, but also like getting to go and taste them or like take classes about like Italian cinema and stuff where you'd like travel or Italian theater and you'd like go and like do things. So it was a bit more experiential. Um, whereas here, because I'm a law student, I unfortunately do still have to learn things. Um, so the course offerings are still interesting, but they all have to be law related, of course, because from this, I'm getting my, um, comparative law core requirement. So, um, I could have taken, I don't know if there's a specific class you can take that's called comparative law. Um, at my school or like certain classes fulfill the comparative law like the ones that are about like international law and stuff Um, I'm not sure but there's like a comparative law core requirement that you can do as one of your five core upper level core classes that you have to take because your first year of law school it's all like planned out for you you don't get to pick anything but then after that you have to take five core classes you have to take an ethics class you have to take a class that has to do with race in the law and you have to do like however many experiential credits and like an upper level like um advanced legal research is what it's called so um other than that though you get to like pick a lot of elective courses but you have to make sure you take five of the core classes some of them are tested on the bar I think all of them can be tested on the bar maybe but some of them are like always tested on the bar the other ones I think it's like they could be on the bar like they could be one of the like things that you have to write but there are ones that are like always tested in the multiple choice the um the UBE what's that part called the I don't remember but the multiple choice part of the bar exam which is the second day of the bar exam. Um, Anyway, though, so here I'm doing my comparative law requirement, which I think I've mentioned a bit before, but um, I'm going to, (laughs) I'll tell you guys now, though, um, I'll remind you what classes I'm taking, and then I'm going to tell you, like, how much, like, what the classes actually are like now that I'm here and I've been in them for a few weeks and what it's, like, like to be in the classes because I mentioned it briefly, but now that it's been almost a month, I got here around the 10th, maybe the 11th of October. Um, maybe it was the 12th. I don't know, but it's, it's November 7th, so it's been almost a month. So I'm going to tell you how it's different than U.S. law school. Um... So again, I'm taking comparative competition law. So it's comparing competition law here in Europe to competition law in the US. I'm taking European Union law, which I admitted on the last episode that I thought was about like unions, like um, <laughs> like unions, not about the European Union. I thought it was about unions in Europe and the laws that like protect them and the laws that they um, have to follow and such. But I was wrong. It's about the European Union, which makes a lot of sense. Um, and we do still like compare some things to the U.S. and that. So that's why um, these are also good, though they would still fulfill the comparative law requirement because I am still um, 
learning about a different area of law. So it is like I'm comparing it and learning about how it's different. Um, and then I'm taking Roman law, which is really interesting. Um, and then I'm taking canon law, which is about like the law that the church is, um, that the church follows because the like Roman Catholic church is kind of its own little government in a way, which is really interesting. I didn't know I'm Roman Catholic and I didn't know that it's kind of like a government system here in terms of like the way that it runs and everything and the positions in it. Um, so it's really interesting, but anyway, so overall the vibes of the classes, I would say in general, much more chill than in the U S there is no cold calling. They do not call on people unless they're like cold calling someone to just like read something, be like, can you read this for us off the PowerPoint or like out of the book or off out of this treaty, um, this treatise. So no treaty, that was the right word. <laughs> I'm forgetting how to speak, um, out of this treaty, a treatise is like a compilation of laws um treaty we're talking about here but otherwise there's like no cold calling here um so in a lot of the classes though they want you to speak and either it's required as part of your grade to like participate in some way or um you could get like bonus points like in my european union law class one day i raised my hand i didn't know what i was doing i thought i was just reading something and i was like why is nobody raising their hand to read this and then i found out after i had missed he had said to read and like comment on it tell us what you think um so i did have to comment on it but um it was like my choice like i raised my hand and then he was like okay if you like said something in class like if you volunteered come up after class he'd mark our name down so we'd get like an extra point on the exam so i'm probably gonna have to like speak again in that class to help me out with my exam grade so i don't have to stress so much about it um, but in that class, it's like optional also to do presentations. And if you do a presentation about a topic and like the cases, then you also get like an extra point, extra credit for the exam. Um, but one of my other classes, the one where it's required to participate, we also all have to do a presentation of a case. And those are group presentations. So my presentation is actually tomorrow. Um, so our presentation is basically done. I just need to kind of go through and practice and put some notes, I think, on my iPad that I can like glance at and read from and finish reading through the dissent of the case because I'm in charge of talking about the majority opinion. Um, but so in that case, like that class, I have to do one presentation. But in my Roman law class, like I don't think participation is part of the grade at all. But we um, in that class, it's a little different because we can take there's an optional exam that you can take in November, so on the 22nd, but to take the final exam in December, instead of, hi Lorelai, instead of during the normal exam period in January and February, you have to take the exam in November and you have to get a positive grade on it, I think is what she said, a positive outcome. I don't know how well I have to do on this exam in two weeks to be able to take the exam in December, but I have to take the exam in December. So I assume if I do poorly on the November one, I'm gonna have to be like, yo, let me retake that because I need to take the exam in December. Um, because I'm not gonna be here in January and February unless I can somehow do it like remotely. Um, like if that's like a special request that I could make. But um, anyway, but I also think because I'm not going to be here in January and February, I believe I could make a special request anyway. Like she said, you have to take the November exam and do well to make it in, to take the normal exam in December. But um, you also though, um, because I'm not going to be here physically, we can request like special early exams. So I think like she'd have to let me take it in December 
anyway, even if like normally that wouldn't be allowed because I literally won't be here. Um, but like, I'd like to do well on the exam in November. So then the exam in December is like, I assume won't be worth as much. Like, you know, like then I don't have to do as well on the exam in December to do well in the class. Um, and then my, what's the other class? The canon law class. I swear this man is just, re- he's put these slides up there and it's just like quotes from canon law. Um, like from the literal like canon law, like the written rules of canon law. He's just reading them to us. <laughs> and then he sends us the slides. So that class is very chill. Sometimes he'll ask somebody to read something off the slide. Oh no, that's European Union law. So this man is um, very chill. He makes funny jokes, but I don't fully understand his accent. So I don't always under, I like, I don't always know what he's joking about, but it seems like he's probably kind of funny because everybody's always laughing. So I just laugh along and assume it was funny. Um, But that class is really chill. And most of my classes get out early or they start late. So my European Union law class is at 8.30 a.m. to, it's supposed to be 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. every day, but right away, like first day of class, he said, it's actually gonna be 8.30 to 10. So it's an hour and a half, it's three days a week. Um, My canon law class, was supposed to be eight to 10 one day a week. And then it's six to eight on Tuesdays, which is today, which is insane. And then four to six on Wednesdays. Why it's at a different time every day, I don't know. What is this man doing with his schedule? Like what is going on with him that our class is at bizarre times like this? Who the fuck knows? That's his business. It doesn't matter. It's just weird. Like what time do I have class today? Like it's six to eight today. If it was four to six, it would be better because I have a class 2.30 to four. And then I'm done. And now I have a two hour break. So I'm like, do I come back home? Do I stay here? So I'll probably stay to study. But honestly, maybe I'll come home and have dinner or something. Um, But it depends because I think I'm going to make lunch now. So will I be hungry? Maybe I'll just bring a snack with me and try to actually study. But it's like, I don't know. I don't love studying there. Like I don't love the library. I do like studying in the other building, but my class isn't in that building. But I could stay in there after my Roman law class. So actually, I could stay in there. So maybe I'll do that. Uh, it depends if it's raining. I probably won't walk home because I don't want to walk home in the rain. But if it's not raining, I'll probably come home and hang out with Lorelai and do a little bit of my reading here because it's only like a 15-minute walk for me. Um, so if I have a two-hour break, which four to six, and he usually starts a little bit late, but um, I have a two-hour break, so that gives me an hour and a half to hang out with Lorelai. So I might do that. Um, so... Oh, but so that one, like he decided that it starts late on the Thursday when it's supposed to be in the morning. He's like, no, we'll start at 8.30. So it's 8.30 to 10. Originally, it was going to be 8.15. Is it 8.15? Hang on. Let me, no, 8.30. I think it was supposed to, originally he had said 8.15. But then he was like, do you guys want to make it 8.30? And we were like, yes. <laughs> so, and then he's always done like, he's almost always done like 30 minutes early with the classes that are at night. It's the four to six and the six to eight, or he starts a bit late. Um, so he's funny and he hasn't been here the past week and a half. He was at like a convention or something. So he came to class late one day, but he also had to end it at like, I think it was a four o'clock today day, but he also had to end the class at like five o'clock because no, it must've been a six to eight day because it was already dark. And I think it was before daylight savings. 
Yeah, it must have been six to eight, so it was around seven. So he had to end the class at like seven, I think. Um, and he came late, so we had like 40 minutes of lecture, and then he had to go because he had a train to make to go to this convention. But so we haven't seen him in like a week and a half, two weeks, and he's funny. So honestly, I'm excited he's back. I'm not excited that the class tonight is over at eight, though. But I guess it's okay because I can just come home and eat dinner and go to bed. I won't be like, oh, I feel like I should do stuff. Like, no, I can do stuff in between, and I can come home, eat dinner, and go to bed. Right, Lorelai? She's always snoozing. Um, we're like, is it a rainy day today? It's raining today, so she's sleepy, I'm sleepy, but we're making it through. <laughs> um, but so it's chill even in terms of times. So whereas at Cardozo, if a class starts at 10 a.m. and it ends at 10.54, that professor is generally going 10 a.m. on the dot to 10.54. Here, they'll usually start like a couple minutes late. Sometimes they'll start right on time if they're ready to go, but they usually start at least a couple minutes late. My canon law professor, as I said, He's often very late. <laughs> He'll come 10 to 15 minutes late and that's okay. I understand. That's my vibe too. I get it. Um, or they'll end early. Like they just, they're not like, oh, but like yesterday my Roman law class went over a little bit, but that was different. Usually we're done like a few minutes early. Um, but yeah, so it's just interesting that they're also not like so set on the times. Um, they're like, okay, because like I've had professors in other classes like at Cardozo that we'd have like two minutes left and people would like maybe start to like kind of get their things together because they have to go to another class and he'd be like I still have two minutes left of your attention and we'd be like okay all right um but yeah so that's one major difference they're more chill with time here but they don't love when you're late even though they're all late half the time um, so that's interesting it's kind of like a double standard but it's since they're usually late, like if you're like five minutes late that's not like the biggest deal but if you're coming in like 10 15 minutes late they don't love that um but they won't usually say anything except my comparative competition law professor she'll like say something if like a bunch of people are coming in late if it's like one person and just a little late she doesn't care but like if a bunch of people come in like 10 or 15 minutes late she's gonna be like guys my roman law professor if you're late she's just like what's your name to make sure she gets you on attendance she doesn't care um she's super chill like literally like 10 people came in like 10 minutes late together in like a big group and she's just like what are your names to put them on the attendance granted they were starting a few minutes late so they were still doing attendance but um yeah so really chill the least chill thing is that I have to take exams <laughs> and it's not the least chill thing that I have to take exams like that's expected um and it's not the least chill thing about that they usually have two months to take exams, like a month and a half. So classes end in December, sometime before Christmas. Whether it's like first week, second week, third week, they the professors kind of decide when they want to end class. And that's insane to me. Um, like it's not a strict like classes go from this date to this date. They start on this date to this date. And like my Roman law class started like a week later. So it's just very interesting. And usually they finish exams in December and then they have like... Mm, a month or so off maybe a little less than a month and then halfway through January they get to start scheduling when they want to take exams so they can take exams anytime between I think it's that they offer like dates for the exams but it's like there's not just one day like there's options of when you take your exam and they're not like oh people are gonna cheat they're not like worried about it like it's just like you're gonna take the exam and like you're like how, how are you gonna cheat on it like during the exam what are you gonna do like lean to your friend or like before the exam be like what was on it because it's like you have to like 
I don't know. I guess you could cheat, but I guess, I don't know if they're just more trusting here or what it is, but like in the U.S., like we all have to take our exams at the exact same time. Um, at least at my school, like you take the exams at the exact same time. If you have to miss the exam, it's a really big deal to get like a makeup. Like you have to have like a really good reason. Um, it's just like insane because they're like, otherwise you guys are going to cheat. And like, you cannot speak about the exam even after it's over. Like in case someone hasn't taken it yet because they're afraid that we're going to cheat. And that's just, I don't know. It's just crazy to me, man. But, um, anyway, so it's, more chill here but because I'm not going to be here in January and February and I so I can't like schedule my exams out like I have to take them all in December which is what I'm used to back in the U.S. anyway so it's fine but the other thing is that the exams are a lot shorter here it seems so like a short exam at Cardozo is like three hours here like the exams are like an hour and a half two hours like Ma'am, what? I don't know if they're all like that but like the ones that I've heard of so far are an hour and a half and two hours and that's just like so different than what I'm used to I'm like I don't have to sit here for three hours like I don't have an exam in front of me that's meant to take four hours and I'm only given three and a half hours for it like I'm assuming they're actually giving us like a material that we can like like a question that we can cover in the hour and a half two hours otherwise I would think they would give more time um so that's just that's different so that's a bit more chill not that the exams are more chill or easier to pass but like they're not trying to like strain us and kill us by being like in two weeks you have to do all four or five of your exams like they get a month and a half to spread this over from like mid-January through the end of February before like the next semester starts in March um the other thing here is that you can take a class as a non-attending student and when you do that you don't actually go to the classes and listen to like the lectures from the professors you just learn the material on your own they give you like the materials that you need um like they tell you what you need it might be like a book that you have to buy they might like upload some articles and stuff but you can learn the material on your own and then take the exam that way so you have the option that if you can't like go to the class because of the schedule you can take it as a non-attending student when you do that though generally you cannot take the exam in December but again I think because of like special circumstances I would be allowed to because that's we're asking for like extraordinarily early like special early exams um that is so not what it's called Martina my friend Martina told me what it was called um I don't remember she told me the Italian word and what it meant had something to do with like extra early like extraordinarily early exams or something but um so that's just a different culture around the exams that they're like more spread out. They're not like you've got to grind and like do everything in two weeks. Like you have the time to study and like really make sure you understand the material and you're not like, okay, class has ended on Thursday and now I have my first exam on Tuesday. <laughs> like, no, you get at least three weeks, at least two to three weeks before you have to touch an exam. And you don't even have to do it then. Like you could choose to take it later during the exam period because you're like making out your own like schedule for it. Crazy. It's more chill. It's very, very European of them. Um, but yeah, so all of the classes are based on one exam. They like don't really write papers here. That's not a thing. Um, they don't do presentations, I guess, because the class that I have to do a group presentation in um, with one of the other students from Cardozo and then two Italian students. They're like, we've never done this before. This is not something that we do here. And we're just like, it's basically we're doing a case brief, but presenting it to the class. Like we're doing a summary of the case. But like when we were writing down the requirements, like the other Cardozo student and student and I were like, this is just a case brief. Like we learned how to do this in elements of law, like in our first semester of law school. So um, just like interesting that it's like a bit different here. 
um, which like I expected, but like I thought the classes would be like more structured. The other thing is that only one of my classes has like a syllabus of what we're learning about which days. My other classes, I don't know like what we're learning about, so I couldn't even like necessarily do the reading in advance unless like to know exactly what we're going to be doing in class. Like Roman law, I thought I knew what we covered, but it seems like we jump around a bit. I don't know. Um, but I think, so that class though, Roman law, I am taking a midterm exam for, like I said, and that's in two weeks. So I have to read the book, which is really short. It was written by the professor. So it's like exactly what she's teaching in class. And it's really helpful to understand the material from class. Um, and by short, I mean, it's like 110 pages or something. And I already read 15 ish maybe. Um, so I'm going to like crack down and read that the next like week and a half. So I can like be prepared for that exam because I think we're being tested on that whole book. And then for the second part of class, we're being tested on the lectures in class, like just the material we're covering in class. I need to find out if she's going to give us the PowerPoints at some point to study from, because I definitely didn't get to copy down everything. Um, shit, what was I saying? Oh, but, um, sorry, I had to pause it because my mic keeps glitching out a little bit. But essentially, everything I think is in the book. So I think that's all that I really need for studying. So it's okay if I miss things on the PowerPoint. But I need to figure out if we're being tested on the whole book on the first exam or like half of it now and half on the second exam. That I'm a little bit confused about. Um, but it sounds like maybe the first exam, like in November, we're being tested on everything in the book. And then after that, it'll be about other things. But yeah, so essentially it's not that classes are easier here, but it's more relaxed and that things are a bit more spread out and they don't set it up to be super stressful. So you're not getting like burnt out from like the stress and having to do everything. Like it's just getting things done and it's not as stressful. Like you're still learning a lot. There's a lot to learn. But um, if I were to not have to take the exams in December, like I would have way more time to kind of dig through the material myself after class is over because that's when I really learn a lot. So I like learn a bit from class, but I really learn a lot when I dig into the material myself. And you have the most time to do that once like classes are over because if you're not having to attend class, then like you have time to spend on digging into it. And like, yes, I have time to spend now, but I'm usually tired after class, like mentally mentally tired my brain is tired so I don't usually have the energy to then go through and like read through everything we just did in class because I'm like my brain is tired now I need dinner and I need to go to bed so the fact that they have that like month or so after classes end to get to like dedicate to studying the material on their own is um quite lovely and I think how it should be and I think the U.S. should adopt that system even if we all have to take the exams at the same time I think we should get like a, at least a couple weeks of study period with um, no classes happening because it would give us more time to learn and we shouldn't have to take two exams two days apart like I should be able to focus on one exam and then like really focus on the next one there's no reason that we should have to be like doing all of this back to back to back because you're like yeah well when you're working you're doing things back to back yes but it's not like you're stressing about like this one exam that's worth everything and like if you fail a class you have to take the class again and this and that it's like there's more of like a build up to things like there's little things that you if there's a litigation you're submitting things ahead of time and this and that and sometimes there will be like one big stressful event but it's not usually back to back to back to back it's not usually like you have one exam this day and then two days later you have another and then the next week you have two exams it's like stressful things are usually a bit more a bit more spread out and you have access to the internet when things are happening you don't have to cram it all in your head like you have access to look things up if you're like 
Oh, like I know the basics of this, but let me look up like the specific wording of this law to figure out what it means. Or let me find some cases online that have to do with this because I'm not sure what it is. Like it would be, a, as my my Italian friend said, um, it would be like a good skill to have to be able to quickly do research and quickly find things. And that's so true. And that's what's more important than knowing all the laws off the top of your head. Like some, like you need to know the basics so then you know what to look into um, to find like more detailed and more specific things. But like to an extent, like I don't need to have all the laws memorized. Like I'm going to have access to like searchable versions of the laws online where I can look for the exact point that I need to know. Yes, it's good. You have to know how to understand it. And that's something you learn in class, but to have to have it all memorized is like a lot, but we do have open book exams. But if there's something I forgot to put in my like notes, like I can't look it up. And I think that's dumb because in real life, if I forget to put one thing in my notes, I can look it up. Um, and I can't spend a lot of time looking it up because like I've got to move on to other things, but that's like knowing how to do quick research and knowing where to allot your time. Um, yeah, so those are my those are my thoughts on the big differences. Um, so in class, though, let's see. I take I'm taking four classes, and each class is an hour and a half when I'm in it. So, and there are they all? Th- I think they're all three days a week. So an hour and a half when I'm in it, and so that's four and a half hours for each class every week. Or it would be easier to do an hour and a half times four classes. So that would put me at three, four hours. Like on Wednesdays, I have all of my classes. So four hours and then times three classes a week. So 12 hours of class a week. I think I spend 12 hours in the classroom. Let me look at my calendar and see if that seems right. Let's see, an hour and a half, hour and a half. So that's three hours, four and a half hours. So four and a half hours on Monday and I have three classes that day. Um... Tuesday, I also have three classes, so that's four and a half hours. So again, four and a half, so that's nine. This day, I have all four classes. Wait, (laughs) did I say four and a half? Three, yeah, four and a half plus four and a half is nine. And then I have four classes, so that's four and a half. Wait, I did some math wrong. It's not 12 hours. Um, If it's usually an hour and a half, times four classes that's six six classes ah six times four 24 hours of class no that's not right either an hour and a half times four classes is an hour and a half times four classes would be three six hours of coursework six times four is 24 hang on i need to count okay so i've got four and a half hours of class on mondays then I have four and a half hours of class on Tuesdays. So that's nine hours. And then on Wednesdays, I have six hours of class. Um, six hours of class times, right? So hour and a half hour. Yeah, six hours of class plus the nine hours. That puts us at 15 hours. And then I have an hour and a half, an hour and a half. So I have three hours of class on Thursday. Where are we at? 15, 18. How, wait, so let me try the math I did again. Do I not have my classes three days a week? I think I do. They are. Comparative, comparative, comparative. Three, three. They're all three days a week. I'm so confused. Okay. Let's see. If I have an hour and a half of class and I have four classes, that puts us at an hour and a half is three. Oh, it's four, not six. 
an hour and a half is three hours. An hour and a half, like hour and a half times two is three hours. So six hours of class, six times three is 18. There we go. Okay, I have 18 hours of class a week, not 12, not 24, it's 18, right in the middle. Um, so I spent eight, about 18 hours in the classroom and then I haven't been great about studying outside of the classroom, but like my typical day, I'll get up, I have a class 8.30 to 10, so I'll go to that class Monday through Thursday, I don't have class on Friday, then I'll leave and I'll either get a coffee or I'll come home depending on the day, sometimes like today I got a coffee and then I came home because I have a four hour break, but usually I have like, most days I have a two hour break so I'll just like stay at school sometimes to study or I'll just come home and walk Lorelai um but so I'll grab a coffee like with a friend maybe grab something to eat if I haven't eaten yet and then I have to go back to class in the afternoon so I'll do class again depending on the day depends how late it goes like today I told you I have class 2 30 to 4 and I have class again 6 to 8 so I've got a two hour break so I don't know how many I do um and then during that second break though is usually when I'll try to do some work so usually I have an hour break in between on Mondays and Wednesdays. I have an hour break between my 1230 to 1.30. It's essentially 1230 to 1.30. And then um, my one th- then I have break before my 2.30 starts. So I have an hour. So usually I'll try to do work there. Like today, I've got my two hour break. So I'll try to do some work there. Whether I come home or stay there, I'm going to try to get a little bit of work done. Um, usually during this Tuesday break, I try to get some work done. But today I was registering for my class at Cardozo and I had to redesign my whole schedule like four times because first I was like, oh, I didn't realize this, cl- this core class that I really want to take doesn't have a lot of seats. So I was like, okay, so I like need to I need to move that to the top. And then I was like, oh, this elective class that I really want to take doesn't have a lot. So I had to move that one. And then I found out I don't need two more core classes. I only need one. And I based my whole schedule on needing two core classes. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take family law and I'm going to take jurisprudence because it's only two credits. Um, So it'll be a lighter one. And I also found out that it's not an exam based one. It says it's take-home exam I think take-home exam or a paper so that's like better for me too because the timed exams we all know um, my ADHD and I have problems with keeping track of time and getting distracted so take-home exam is better you have more time you can like take a break sometimes it's a 24-hour exam so like you're not going to stay up for 24 hours unless you're insane so like I can start it in the afternoon one day and then finish it the next day or like start like mm, late afternoon early evening and work on it that night and then get up the next day and like really like dive into it or start in the afternoon work like late into the night and then get up and just wrap it up the next day so it gives a bit more flexibility um so I like take home exams because of that and then another of the classes that I want to take now um also is it says other I don't know what that one's gonna be it's environmental justice so I don't know if we're gonna do like projects or something presentations a paper I have no idea because it says others otherwise it would say p for paper or take-home exam t um t-h-e is take-home exam on the thing it just says o for other so I don't know what it's gonna be like maybe we're gonna do more or maybe it's gonna be like partially an exam but partially like in class like presentations or something like there's something else that's like accounting for the biggest part of our grade um because it's like that puts what the major project is so um I guess I'm telling you guys what I'm taking next semester now I got distracted oh but so today as I was saying I got a bit bit distracted um because I was doing that and I had to rearrange my class schedule because it turned out I only needed one core class so then I was able to take more of the elective ones I wanted 
um, because I'm gonna learn all the things that I need to know for the bar exam when I take my bar prep course. So I'm not like super concerned about that. And I've worked in a family law firm, so I, and I've worked in two family law firms, so I know a bit about family law, where um, when I'm taking the bar prep course and it's talking about it, like I'll recognize things, so I'll, I think I'll be okay. Um, but so I rearranged my schedule a bunch of times, but finally the schedule that I want, um, I guess I'll, let, wait, let me finish saying this and then I'll tell you I want to take next semester. <laughs> I cannot stay on track, um, which is typical. But so typically I go to class in the morning, then I come home or I get a coffee um, and then come home and I'll walk Lorelei during that break. And then I will go back to school for my afternoon class, whether it starts at two, 12 on the 12 o'clock days or the 2.30 today. Usually it's 12, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. I have to be back at 12. Um, today it's 2.30 because I have my longer break. I don't have that class today, the 12 o'clock one. So I'll go to the afternoon classes and then I come home and then I'll have dinner and then I'll go to bed. So I try to do some work in between because like during my two afternoon classes, I either have an hour or a two hour break in between. So I try to get a bit of work done then. And sometimes in the morning, um, I'll try to get a bit of work done or I'll move around. Like maybe I'll stay in the morning and do some work like yesterday I did because I had a project and then I walked Lorelei during my hour break. Um, just depends on the day, but in general, it's like class at one point. I have two breaks, I have class, morning, afternoon, I have two breaks, one in the morning, one in the afternoon between my two classes. And I will, one of them I come home and walk Lorelei, one of them I will stay and study or both I'll come home, but one of them I'll study, one of them I'll walk her or I'll walk her in both and also study during the longer one. And then I come home after and I might try to get some work done depending if it's a late day, like today I'm done at eight, I'm not gonna do work when I get home today. Um, but like some days I'm done at four, um, Thursdays I'm done at 2.30, so I'll try to get some work done, and then I'll go to bed, and then we do it again the next day. And then my weekends, I've been either exploring Rome, um, I've made friends here already, so I've been doing things with my friends, we've been going to like different restaurants and stuff, but I've, so I've been trying out different types of food, um, I love trying out different cafes, I have a favorite one, but it's like a 15 minute walk from me. It's not, and it's not on my way to school. It's the other direction. When I was at my other apartment, it was like between school and here, but I never went between school and my apartment, like between class and home. Like I would always go when I have more time. So on like the weekends, I like to go there. Or if my morning class is canceled, I like to go there with Lorelai. She likes it there. We get to sit outside. They make the best cappuccinos. They put cocoa powder in mine last week. It was delicious. And they have maritozzo. I haven't had a maritozzo yet this week. I'm going to have to go tomorrow, I think. Do I have time tomorrow between my classes? I have... I only have two-hour break tomorrow. Maybe I'll walk Lorelai over there, though. Maybe I'll grab a cappuccino and a maritozzo tomorrow because I deserve it. Um, but I also have a presentation tomorrow. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Anyway, um... There's a place across the street that has Maritozzo. Maybe I'll try theirs today. Maybe I'll go grab one before I go back to class. Um, anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> um, so on weekends, I'm trying out different cafes. I went to Napoli, I went to Venice, and I went to Verona. So I'm going to talk to you guys about that in the next episode. I'll let you know what I did, how it went, what I thought. Um, spoiler, I loved it all. It was beautiful. Um, and the food was really good, though I liked. I wasn't the biggest fan of the Verona food. Not gonna lie. I prefer, and the Venice food, like it was pretty good, but like I'm a Southern Italian food girl. They're more meat based up there and I'm more of like not a meat eater very much. Like I eat meat, but not a lot of it. 
since I've been vegetarian and pescatarian at times, I've just, and it was pretty easy for me to do. I'm not a big meat person. So like the more meat-based diets were not for me. But again, I'll talk about that in the next episode. So now, just before I close out, because it's been 45 minutes of me talking, let me tell you guys about what classes I want to take next semester. My ideal schedule. It's beautiful for a last semester, not going to lie. Okay, so this is what I was working on all morning when I otherwise would have been studying or recording a second podcast episode because I wanted to maybe record two today. But, um, so, my schedule for next semester. It's my last semester in law school, which is crazy, unless I fail something. Um, But, you know, we're not going to fail anything. We always pass, at least. We always pass, at the very least. I actually, the lowest grade I've gotten is, like, a C. And it was like, that was not good. But that was the only C I've gotten. Otherwise, I'm generally in the... B to A minus range. I did get an A once and that was like life changing. I was like, oh my God, I got an A. Other than that, I think I've gotten like, I usually get like an A minus or two and I'll get like mostly something in the B range, whether it's B minus, B, B plus, um, which in law school when you're grading on a curve is great. Um, anyway, so next semester is my last semester. So over winter break, I'm taking the advanced legal research class so I don't have to take it during the year, uh, during the semester, because otherwise when you take it during the semester, it's once a week and you have like assignments for it every week. And it's done a little bit before the end of the semester, but like it's still like I'm going to have to be doing assignments while I'm trying to do readings and learn everything and blah, 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 blah. Um, But when you take it over winter break, you are done with everything in like three weeks. You have classes for like two weeks. It's like four days a week for two weeks. You have assignments that you do during that time, but like you're just working on this one class. And then like the week after the class ends, I believe is when you do like your final assignment for it. Um, And it's like, I think you're like tested. Like you have to like research something like with the professor, like, like you share your screen with them or something, something along those lines. Um, So I'm doing it over winter break. So I don't feel like that's like an extra thing that I have to do during the semester. So that's what I'm doing. And then um, for the spring semester, I'm very excited with my classes. Like I said, I thought I had two more core requirements to do, but I only have to do one because I took admin law, I took criminal procedure and I took evidence. And I forgot I did like two at the same time to kind of um, get them all to like get a lot of them out of the way because I knew I was coming abroad. And then, or I knew I wanted to come abroad. So I wanted to be kind of like organized in a way where I wouldn't have a lot to do when I got back. So I took those three. And then here I'm fulfilling the comparative core, comparative law core requirement as long as I get a C or higher on my exams, which I'm planning to do. Otherwise, like maybe I'll have to reassess. Um, But I think I need to get a C or higher for it to count. I don't know. Like even, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe I Maybe it's just if you want it to count for the court. That would be something to look into. Huh. Um, I, I'm planning to get a C or higher on my exam. So like I'm going to study hard. Um, even though I'm like traveling around and stuff. Like y'all know when it comes down to it. I just called y'all. I don't say y'all. You all know when it comes down to it. I really crack down and I can study for exams. Like I always like crack down. I learn all the material and I do, um, I do really well for like having no idea what's going on during the semester. I do really well in general. Like even though I'm not doing perfect, like I'm getting B's and A's in law school when I'm graded on a curve, which is really good. Um, anyway, what the fuck was I saying? How did I get to that sentence? Um, oh, comparative oh so I'm fulfilling that core requirement here and I only need five so that's one left right three that I did one here 
one in the spring, which is what I originally thought, but I was like, nah, I guess I need two, but I did admin evidence and criminal procedure. So I'm crazy. Anyway, so I decided to take jurisprudence as my last core requirement. I put it as my top ranked class because it only has 30 seats, which is a really small amount for like a core class. Um, And I want to get into it because it's a two credit one. So it's going to be a lighter core class. So it shouldn't feel as heavy as like if I took family law or constitutional law too. I know constitutional law too would kill me and I'd much rather learn it through Themis because I learn better with the short videos than sitting in a two hour lecture. I know myself and I know that about me and that's fine. I've accepted it. Um, Like I know how I learn and that's important to know how you learn best. So I'm going to take jurisprudence. It's just once a week, four to six. I think it's like four to like 551 or something. Two credit class, two hours a week. That's it. Um, So I want to take that. And then I have to take professional response. I have to take an ethics class. So I want to take professional responsibility because I've heard that the like ethics of litigation can be a bit heavier even though it's like less credits or like it's harder because it's more niche whereas I think because I already took the MPRE like I already learned a lot of the professional rules so professional responsibility shouldn't be too bad since I've already done like that prep course and I've had to learn those rules um and then it's just like classic exam it's supposed it's generally multiple choice though I know one professor didn't do multiple choice but I'm taking the one in the afternoon because whether the class is multiple choice or it's the written one like I don't know if that professor is still teaching it the one that did like the written exam I learn better in the afternoon I don't learn well in the morning at like 9 a.m so that's not happening I wanted to take trust in estates but it's a 9 a.m class so I'm being realistic I'm not going to make it. If I do make it to class, I'm going to be late every day. And if I do make it at all and I'm late, I'm still not going to learn anything because it's at 9 a.m. And we know that I'm just not a 9 a.m. girly. I don't need to lie about it. I don't need to pretend that I can be. I'm not a 9 a.m. girl. I'm suffering here with the 8.30 a.m. class. It's really tough. I'm not good at it. (laughs) I'm late almost every day. And like, I just feel like I can't learn anything because my brain's not ready to learn. Like I need to, I need to start getting up earlier, I think actually, so that I can like get my brain moving a bit. Maybe I would start doing yoga before school again, or just like have time for a longer walk with Lorelai to wake my brain up. At least the walk to school wakes me up a bit because it's 15 minutes, but like I need to, I need to start having coffee before class, I think, because I've, Side note, I've been on strike from my ADHD meds because they just make me like depressed and feel hollow inside by the afternoon. They start out good and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to do things. But then I'm like, ugh. And then I just have to blast Taylor Swift music in my ears. Otherwise, I'm like, why do I feel so empty? Like, why do I feel like a shell? Like I can get things done. And like when I'm with people and doing or and or doing things, I'm like, perfect. But then when I'm left alone to my own thoughts, not trying to actively do something, I'm like, I feel blah. And then I can't get myself now want to do things because I'm like, I feel so blah. But I do things because I'm like, well, I'm bored with myself. So I am productive, but so I'm back to the cappuccinos. I tried my meds like yesterday for the first time since I came to Rome and I was like, no, I still feel ick. So I'm just going to take them, I think, when I have to take the exams, Um, which is like, that's fine. And cappuccinos help me focus a bit. Like I'm very awake here, as you can tell. I'm very focused, though I do keep getting a bit sidetracked. I'm still able to bring myself back a little bit and figure out where I was because the like caffeine is a stimulant you all know that right it's not as hardcore as like Vyvanse but it is a stimulant so I think I should have another cup of coffee before class I'll make it myself though I won't buy another one um anyway so I'm taking professional responsibility as my ethics class it's a three credit class it's twice a week though so none of my classes are three times a week which is nice because when they're three times a week 
I do like the shorter classes, but I feel like if I want to try to keep up with the reading, that makes it harder for me because I'm like, oh, I just had this class yesterday and I have to do reading for it again. Whereas when they're, and then again, like the next day, whereas when it's twice a week or once a week, it doesn't feel as heavy because it's just like twice a week. I'm like, okay, I've reading for this like the day before. Um, and then I get a day off from that. I can work on other ones. And so we have jurisprudence for my core, professional responsibility for my ethics. And then I still don't know if my race requirement was fulfilled from taking my clinic because I did it only one semester, not two. But it doesn't matter because I really want to take this class called Crimmigration and Race, which is criminal law, immigration and race. And it talks about how they intersect and how they have affected each other and blah da dee da and all that fun stuff. And I love immigration and I love the criminal law stuff. I just don't think I want to be a criminal lawyer, but maybe I do. I don't know um but I don't want to because I will always feel bad if I'm on one side or the other because sometimes I'm like I'm defending the wrong like a bad person and like morally I don't know I don't think I can do that um if it's like like if it's like a drug related offense like they had some drugs or something yeah I'd like to defend them for that but if it's like a they murdered someone I'm like I don't want to defend them for that um and so that but then on the other side I'm like what if I like really think this person's guilty but I'm wrong and I'm the reason that they end up in jail because I was so good at my job and like even though like maybe they're innocent I found evidence that pointed that they were guilty so like I don't think I can do criminal law but what I would do is criminal appeals I think that's something that I'd like very much to help people that were that think they were wrongfully convicted or they were done wrong by the system in general like maybe they were harmed by the system um, so criminal appeals is something that I think I'd like to do. Um, I would take the wrongful convictions class, but I think it might be at the same time as one of these other ones. Maybe I should add it because wrongful convictions is the type of criminal law that I'm most interested in. Um, anyway, back to what my schedule is. So I have until tomorrow at 9 p.m. this time to change it if I want to. So I have time. Um, anyway, so, and then I'm taking environmental justice. Well, I'm hoping to. This is what I'm hoping to get. These are what I ranked, like, the highest on my, um, thing. Um, environmental justice, which is also a two-credit class. So that one's just two hours once a week. Um, and then I'm taking new, I want to take New York practice, which my friend had recommended. It's from a professor that she likes that does, like, the trial team and moot court and stuff. And he did, like, the remedies class, I think, that she took. Um, and it helps prepare you for the New York law exam, which is something that we have to take also to practice in New York on top of like the universal bar exam. Um, so you take that separately. It's not at the same time, but so, um, I want to take that because it'll help prepare me for that and like teach me more about like New York law (laughs) in general, like specifically. So, um, that's what I want to take. So with my schedule, I would be taking just, um, also I think this class is just, I think it's an hour and I think it's 2.30 to immigration. Where is it? 3.51. Why did I think it was 21? I think that one might be 3.21, not 3.51. I'll have to check. It doesn't matter. Um. Anyway, so with my schedule, right now I'd be in class essentially 2.30 to 6 on Mondays, 2.30 to 6 on Tuesdays, and then on Wednesday and Thursday, I have a class 10 to 11.20, 11.21, because it's how Cardozo is, um, and then a class 2.30 to 4. So on Mondays and Tuesdays, I get to go to school late. I just have class um, 2.30 to 6, so that's just 
about four hours of class, two, three to four, three and a half hours of class. And then Wednesday and Thursday, I have 11, 10 to 11. And then I have a break and then I have class two, 30 to four. So 10 to 11, 20, essentially that's 1130. So we have 1230, 132. So I have a three hour break in there. So if I like wanted to go home, probably depending where I'm living, I could go see Lorelai, but also it's 10 to four. So that's like six hours. So she would be okay to be alone for that long if I wanted to stay and get some studying done. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just, this feels like a good schedule for me where the first two days of the week, I've got like my classes in a row, but they're later in the day. And then the other two days of the week, I have class in the morning and then another class in the afternoon. And I think I'll actually get some work done during that in between because it's three hours. It's not like just an hour, hour and a half, two hour break. Like I have a three hour break in between. So I think for my brain, that'll be good. And the later classes on Monday, Tuesday are good because I have a lot of trouble starting the week early in the morning. Um, So I think this will be good for like how my brain works. Um, But yeah, so I just have two classes a day too, which is amazing for my brain because they're all just less days a week and like more hours instead of like hour long classes, three days a week. It's like got an hour and a half class, hour and a half class. So two of my, three of my classes are an hour and a half long, two days a week. And those are the three credit classes. And the other two classes are two hours long once a week. Anyway, so that's the schedule that I really want for the spring. Alternatively, I might take um, my like backups that I put our pre-trial practice with a professor that I like that I worked with in the security worked for in the securities arbitration clinic, um, or family law or con law. I put as my other backups because I'm like if I have to like if I can't get New York practice, like I maybe take family law instead but um yeah and now as I said I might add wrongful convictions I don't know I think it might be fun um so I might I could swap that out or I might put that as like my backup instead of family law as my first backup because then I could I can decide later if I want to take like environmental justice or I want to take wrongful convictions I don't know I think it's gonna be a fun semester though. So I am excited no matter what I take. Like I'm excited, I'm gonna get at least a couple of these classes that I wanna take. And like my friends are taking, um, like Adela's at least wants to take New York practice. Well, we should be in that together. Um, I don't know what Jane's taking yet. I guess we'll see, she hasn't decided. I'll have to ask her again today if she's decided. But okay guys, that's the episode. I'll talk to you next week. And next week we're gonna talk about um, Naples, Venice and Verona and what I did there, my tips. And I'll give you guys like a little update of things again, of course. Okay. Love you all. Bye. Past future.